Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was a bit of a meandering day for our markets. We are in the slow, the slowest month of the year, really August. A lot of Wall Street you know, takes off the very end of summer here before things really start to gear back up going into September and then year end. And the last few days of trading have really had this just kind of subdued feel to them. You know, no big up days, no big down days, really just hanging out around their all-time highs. And we saw it again today. We opened higher, uh, hitting new all-time highs for the Dow and S&P right out of the gate. Then we took a little bit of a pause through the morning and a little bit of the afternoon but we ultimately were able to finish mostly positive on the day. Three out of our four major indexes were positive, and we did finish with all-time highs on the Dow and the S&P 500, which is good to see, especially if we're going to have this slow trading through these uh, through the end of August or so, or through just the summer, the end of the summer days. It's good to see them hanging around all-time highs, but our markets have also stayed at their their overbought levels. Not on all of our momentum oscillators, but a few of them. And around those levels, it's a little bit of no man's land, really, for the VRA investing system. It has us a bit cautious right now. More patient, I would say, than anything. We're ready to act and act aggressively. And as we get closer to the Fed's Jackson Hole meeting, that time is nearing, or so it feels, and so that we're thinking here right now. But as we go in to the the Jackson Hole meeting, which is at the end of this month, uh, I want to say August 28th through 30th, something like that, we would not be surprised at all to see a little bit more of the weakness that we've seen in tech, not today from tech, NASDAQ led the way, but for example, the semis have now finished lower for their last six sessions. And that's not what you want to see if you're bullish. Semis lead tech. Tech leads the market. Uh, so we want to see, uh, we would love to see a little bit of weakness leading up to that Jackson Hole meeting. Uh, and then we would love to start acting aggressively going into it. And one of the main reasons that tech has been getting hit so hard is we've seen this I wouldn't say big rally, but certainly a rally in the 10-year yield, uh, raising some almost 25 basis points from their August 11th lows, now finishing up today at over 2% at a 1.36, so still uh, low, low, low rates here. But the fear is that the Fed will announce that they are tapering at Jackson Hole, a sentiment that we couldn't disagree with more. A lot of talking heads out there saying it's it's almost a certainty that they're going to taper before the end of the year and it's going to probably happen at Jackson Hole. Again, we don't see that happening at all here. So that's not to say that we're going to get a correction level pullback in our markets, but we certainly would welcome a slight pullback from these all-time highs. And then, like I said earlier, We'll be looking to buy aggressively as we gear up for this ramp higher into year's end. That's how we see it here. Uh, so looking at our markets on the day-to-day, as I mentioned, NASDAQ was our leader, Apple, and, and a few other of the big tech names, Adobe, Shopify, and, and some of these other ones that are really 
some of the biggest companies in the world uh, finished strong today. Not necessarily all of the FANG names, but solid action from the big tech names. On the other side, though, some of the smaller tech names are getting beaten up right now. The semis, as I mentioned earlier, six negative days in a row. That's a bit of a warning sign headed up to Jackson Hole again, but one that we see as is going to be an incredible buying opportunity. So the Nasdaq was our leader up 0.35% on the day to 14,816 on the Nasdaq. We were followed there by the S&P 500 hitting an all-time high up three-tenths of 1% to 4,460. And then lastly for our leaders on the day, the Dow up just barely got back to positive territory uh, in the last hour or so of trading up just 0.04%, but that is an all-time high of 35,499. Lastly here, our la- or one laggard on the day, the Russell 2000, down just under three-tenths of 1% to 2,244. But I will point out, we saw the Russell 1000 and the Russell 3000 hitting all-time highs today. Uh, so certainly not all bad out there. And what was interesting is that even on a slow day today, with a lot of fear in our market, the fear and greed index still at just about a 40 the VIX was down as well, almost down 3% in the 15 range. So something that we've continued to watch here, especially leading up to this Jackson Hole meeting. Looking at our internals on the day-to-day, continuing the streak here of really mixed readings that we've seen over the last few weeks. They start to look like they're improving, start to look like they're improving, and then we get a day like today where we finished mixed, Some interesting readings, though, really. The numbers have been improving more and more on the NYSE, more so than the NASDAQ, as the NASDAQ has lagged here, hadn't been at the all-time highs like we've seen in the value names from the Dow and S&P. But I'll just get into these because they're interesting. Declining stocks beat out advancing stocks on both the NYSE and the NASDAQ, but new 52-week highs to lows, we finished 4-1 to positive on the NYSE. And despite the NASDAQ actually leading the way today, we finished lower on 52 with more 52-week lows than 52-week highs. So again, it's been those big tech, big cap tech names that have been holding up the NASDAQ and some of the smaller names lagging behind. At least that's what that tells us there a little bit. And then volume. Interesting as well, the opposite of 52-week highs to lows. NYSE came in negative. The NASDAQ came in positive. Really pretty close numbers there. Uh, not quite sure exactly what to make of that, but certainly something that we're, we'll continue to be watching and reporting on here. Taking a look at our sectors on the day today, we finished with six out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. We were led by healthcare and then uh, followed there by tech. Again, tech doing well, semis, Flashing that little bit of a warning signal here. Six down sessions in a row. Uh, That's, again, the kind of weakness that we're looking for here. We just got out of our semiconductor positions. Looking to reload those uh, going into year end, though. Next up, we had communication services, real estate, and then financials, which... You know, didn't really reflect it today, just up over one-tenth of 1% as a whole, but we got an all-time high from XLF, which is the financials ETF. 
And again, having a, a big last month or so, getting they got to oversold territory, rallied all the way back to all-time highs here. Some of that is to do with the increase in the 10-year. We've also seen all-time highs or at least 52-week highs for a number of these individual banks as well. Uh, Goldman Sachs, American Express, and some others. I think it's Wells Fargo as well up there too. Then our laggards on the day for our sectors were energy, uh, uh, industrials, materials, and consumer staples. Utilities were just unchanged on the day-to-day. Lastly for today, let's take a look at our VRA Commodity Watch. Gold is now our only commodity higher on the day and just barely up 0.09%, still getting hit pretty hard here, down to $1,754 an ounce. Silver now down close to 1.3% on the day to $23.18 an ounce. Copper down a little bit less than two-tenths of 1% to $4.35 a pound. And oil down four-tenths of 1% to $68.98 a barrel. Finally for today, cryptos taking a bit of a breather here as well. Had a, they've had a great move higher uh, from their lows. A lot of people thinking they would break down. A lot of calls to get Bitcoin back into the teens, and they went the opposite way. Although down today, still above 40, well above $40,000 of Bitcoin, but down 4.23% to $44,496 of Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.